Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. We are more than music. We introduce you to your future favorite artist today. And today we enter the Mike Council, a show where we talk about issues that plague the hip hop community outside of music. And today's topic is about trauma and healing. If you have lost a person or you know someone who has, we ask that you help that person grieve, not just suffer the loss. Be with them or help them out. Today's show, I talk about my trauma through loss, and I hope it helps somebody. So without further ado, thank you for listening. This is brought to you by HeritageHipHop.com. Heritage Hip Hop is more than music. We care for our listeners, and with no longer interruptions, here's the mic council dealing with trauma and loss. And I'll be back with the rest of my commentary when the episode is done. Peace and blessings to everybody out there. This is Karev, a heritage hip-hop, and yes, we are back. If you see the uh, title of this broadcast, you'll know what this is about. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to everybody who's checked up on me personally. Shout out to Stress. Shout out to DJ Goya Bean. Shout out to Big A. Shout out to Nas. Shout out to everybody. There's too many of y'all to name, but I want to thank y'all. Uh, please hit the like button when y'all come in here because we want to hit the algorithm. This is very important, not only to get the video seen, but because this topic may be something someone needs to see. So please make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe to HeritageHipHop.com. HeritageHipHop on everything. Follow us on all social media, et cetera, et cetera. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That. HeritageHipHop.com, home of everything Heritage Hip Hop. We're on all social media and we're on your streaming platforms as well. But today, let me put the cover up back up. Today, we're talking about trauma and healing from loss. This is a very personal uh, conversation for me because all people mourn differently. And I know when it comes to dealing with loss, people don't know what to say. A lot of people are scared to talk. We don't do good with death. None of us is supposed to do good with it. Even though it is a part of life, it is not something that we are supposed to get used to and just feel good about. You know, um, in the spiritual books, it says you're supposed to cry at birth and laugh when it comes to death because death is you returning to the essence and not going through the pain of living on this planet in this realm. And when people are born, they say you cry because that person is being born into pain and their life lessons have just begun. Me personally, all I could tell you is I lost my father this month. And some people did not grow up with their fathers. Some people did. I'm going to tell you why mine was important to me. Uh, whether you whether you appreciate it or not, your spiritual essence is made of three people or three things. The most high, your mother and your father. Now, each one of them are strands, and those strands are connections to something spiritual, right? There's the God strand, which orchestrates everything. There's your mom, who is the nurturer, the emotion, the feeling, etc. And then there's the man, who's supposed to be your father, who's supposed to be your, your the, the one who disciplines, the one that's strict. The one that's the enforcer or the lawgiver is in the home. And when you braid those things, these three lines together, right, you get a formula for success that leads to 
always having something to reach back for when you look for life lessons. Unfortunately, everybody doesn't have that braid. So somebody compensates for one of them, be it your mother, be it your father, etc. What's going on? And the loss I went through tore two of my braids apart. Let me tell you why. I lost my mom first. My mom died in 2017. And my mom did not live in New Jersey, where I am. My mom was in North Carolina. And I remember going to work that day. And my niece called me on the phone and told me my mom passed away. I re Before my mom died, I flew down to North Carolina to go see her. And my dad was in the hospital. He was doing his best to take care of her and got hurt. So when I went to go see her, my mom was in the bed. She couldn't talk. She would grab my hand to hold it. You know, things like that. My mom died of loneliness. So when she died and I couldn't get to her, hurt like shit. Not going to lie to y'all. My sister took care of my mom, for what I understand, uh, the best way possible, like I said. She did her best. And I believe my mom died lonely, especially because my dad was in a hospital bed away from her and my mom was in the house without her husband. So my mom died, right? My mom hasn't talked in a long time, so I don't even remember her voice. I don't, but very hurtful. So then when that loss happened, right, it hit me eventually, not all at first. And I remember everybody saying, you're going to be all right. Everybody goes through this. You're going to be fine. Life goes on. Okay. Now, about six years later, my dad passes away. And I want to give a shout out to my brother and his wife because my dad lived with them. And my dad, uh, he was in the hospital in and out. He did not want to die in the hospital. He wanted to be amongst his family. He came home on hospice care. And my dad passed away. I was there to see them check his body. I couldn't look at them, check his eyes to see if life was still there. I see them cover his body and take him out on a gurney, right? I had to man up and put a funeral program together. My brother helped too. Shout out to my brother. But this was like me going full swing. And it was then when I seen life come full circle. Ladies and gentlemen, have life insurance because if you don't, they're going to bust your ass when it comes to funerals. You got to pay for the casket. You got to pay for them to refrigerate the body and keep it overnight. For how many days you have to pay? You don't have to pay for their trimmings and haircuts, but you got to make sure you buy the clothes. You got to pay for the people who picked up the body before they, you even got there to make the funeral. You have to pay for so many things. And I'm telling y'all, GoFundMe's and shit like that is disgusting. And we need not to do that. I don't care what your situation is. You have the ability to change it. Please get life insurance and take care of your family. If you have children, Get life insurance for your children because this world is full of shit and people are killing kids, especially black children and Hispanic children um, left and right. You know what I'm saying? And please, 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 please protect your family by having insurance. So in the midst of going through the funeral and the state of mind that comes with a loss, people tell you it's going to be all right. But people never tell you to mourn 
and it's okay to get sad. And this thing about it that makes it so difficult is the sadness I feel is not like I'm just down. Because I think my father kind of prepared me for him dying. The loss is ebb and flow. It comes and it goes. When it goes, the world looks okay. But when it comes, everything bothers you. When I, I work, I, I'm a preschool teacher, so I work with kids. And when the fathers come pick up their kids, I get emotional. When um, the little boys run and talk to their mothers, it reminds me of my mom. But something about a man coming and picking up his son and he's smiling to walk out, I miss my father. My dad was my first great hero. You know, um, my dad always provided. Wasn't around in the house too much except for when he slept. But this man worked three jobs to make sure we had, you know, paying off houses, busting his ass to make sure everybody had a, a roof over their head. He did his thing. You know, he taught me work. A closed mouth does not get fed. And a man that does not work doesn't get to, re to receive benefits or blessings. You got to get your ass to work. No, so even as a man, when I lost my job, uh, unemployment didn't seem right. I had to get off my ass and work. And there's people who feel like they don't need to work or this job ain't good for them or that job ain't good for them. That's cool. But do something to make sure you have what you need because you can't live off of people. And the Bible says that a man that lives off a woman is a sinful creature and it is a sin to do that. They don't teach that in church too much, but it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, but let me go on. So as I've been going back to work, I've tried to go out to events. I missed my friend's wedding today. I missed another good person's album release yesterday. I've missed going to the North International Film Festival because it seems like when I'm ready to go, the more I see people, and I have to hug people and tell them I'm okay. I'm doing okay when I'm lying. And when people say to me, tell me, how are you doing? I use the words of some of my great friends. I say, I'm holding on with two hands. They don't understand what that means. So it means I'm holding on to life strong. I'm doing my best to stay strong. That's what that means. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. That's the best answer I could give at this time. Because dealing with dealing with loss is very, very hard. Peace, peace. What's going on? Dealing with tragedy is very hard. And I don't know how everybody else has de dealt with it. I'm not going to speak for them. I can only speak for myself. The, the, the coming and going of sadness is something that's very hard to get over. People say, stay strong, black man. You're going to be all right. But nobody's telling me how I'm going to be all right. It's just life just keeps going. This world is so fucked up that when people die, we don't even get a chance to mourn. We got to just go right into the business of death. People die so much nowadays that it's like you don't even have shock. Pardon me, y'all. You're not even shocked anymore. People die and it's like, damn, somebody else died? Or what's the one of the greatest sins that we heard? <laughs> Sinful words that people took for granted. People die every day, B. You'll be all right. That glosses over the emotion that comes with losing someone you care about. I know people, especially during COVID, who have lost their husbands. I know people who have lost their children. I know people who have lost, like, the significant partners that they chose to live their lives with. And 
How do you how do you heal from that? Like I lost an elderly parent. That's hard. But look at the people who lose their children. How do you tell somebody life would be all right? You just got to move on. Sometimes you just don't want to move on. Sometimes you want to go through the mourning process so you can have a connection with God or them and just let your emotions come out. And people don't understand that loss is something that's not easily forgivable or easy to let go. My dad passed away of elder age. What about the people who died because of medicine? You know what I'm talking about. What about people who died because somebody got murdered? What about the people who died and lost somebody due to suicide? What about the people who question themselves and say, the signs were there, what could I have done? That's traumatic. And when it comes to the trauma and the loss that comes that comes with a trauma, it's very difficult to just be all right. It's hard. It's very hard. <sighs> wow. Um, it's very hard to continue with the everyday when now your everyday is different. I've been through four deaths that hit me hard this year. The first death that hit me hard was my coworker, someone you always go to work with. We're in the same classroom. We love the kids together. We teach them together. I came back to my classroom after a holiday break and my coworker was not there. And it was an eerie feeling in the air. And I just happened to call her cell phone to make sure she was okay. And her son said she passed away. I had to explain to children three years old what death is. And then when I got sick and, you know, cause teachers get sick and they'd be out for like a weekend or something. The kids thought I died too. Could you imagine how traumatic that is? Not only because you're explaining it to them, but how you feel about it, knowing they were looking for you, you're not dead, and you got to keep talking about this, and, and it hurts. That's number one. Number two, my father-in-law died this year. This past school year, I would say. He was a man that was about his dreams. He was about his vision. He loved animals. But the one thing that he had was the will to always want and not let anybody crush his spirit or his dream. Do you know how hard it is to lose people like that? Because that is a superhero. That is somebody who gives you hope without saying anything. Now, me and him ain't talk all good all the time and everything, because we men, you know, men go through stuff. We both Leos and stuff. But I will tell you this. I respected the hell out that man, and still do, for the simple fact that a man that will see his dream until his last day is a visionary that inspires the world through the practice of their faith. Shout out to Ronald Cowboy Wright. Rest in peace. And if you know anything about Cowboy's Ranch House cookies, <laughs> that, man, that man lived hard for his dream. My, my, my father-in-law is such a, a superhero that they have his picture in the airport in Newark, New Jersey. Now imagine that, that he just happens to be in the one place where people come looking for a dream, which is the United States on a plane, or go to a new land hoping to find peace and joy. He's there looking at them too. That's amazing. Another death that hit me hard this year was Tame One of the Artifacts. Rest in peace to Tame One. Because if y'all don't know, I want to put out a music compilation album 
and I wanted the artifacts to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? And the artifacts are my favorite New Jersey hip hop group of all time. Shout out to Naughty, shout out to Lord, shout out to everybody. But for me, the artifacts from my childhood, like my youth, the artifacts are the shit to this day. Look, right by my computer, they keep that album right next to me. You see what I'm saying? And um, Tame's death hits me not because I didn't get to do the song. Yeah, I feel that. But see, I'm at the meet Tame. I got to chill with Tame. I got to talk with him. We rode around in my car. We spoke. A whole lot of things. And I finally got to connect with somebody I respected and realized that there was more to him than just, just the fact that he could rhyme real good and had hip-hop. This man would draw. He had dreams. This man talked about being true and he embodied being true to yourself. And, and like that right there means more to me than a hot 16. Tame One is somebody who, for me, reminded me of why I love hip-hop in the first place because it comes from the inside and you bring it out. And that's what he did. So salute and rest in peace to Tame One. Before I go on to this next one, I want to give a shout out to Uninvited. He said, listen, man, the Nork spoken word poetry community has endured loss after loss since the year 2007. The most famous loss was the father of our current mayor, Bras Baraka. But we also have other fellow artists and members of trans, trans, Transition. I salute you speaking on this and my condolences to you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. And to the spoken word community, y'all are always welcome on Heritage Hip Hop, and I would love to get y'all on here. Rhino, what's up? Salute. Uh, after Tame One died, I was pretty good for a little bit because I was healing from the losses. I mean, let me tell you how deep the loss went for me. I get on, I get on people at my job because people at my job they, they kept their distance from me, right? And then it was when my coworker died, my co-teacher. That's when people started talking to me. And I would walk through the hallways and I always talk to Miss Bass. Her name is Miss Bass. I would talk to her spirit and be like, Miss Bass, you had to die for people to talk to me. That's crazy. And I knew she would laugh at that or suck her teeth and say something. Then when my father-in-law died, the song I heard in my head over and over was Ice Cube Dead Homies. And I even made a video commemorated to him where they just scratched a foot of homie for my homie, you know, and it's a picture of him standing next to a horse because he loved horses, right? Then when Tame One died, right, the artifacts came out with a video, but in my mind, I just kept thinking about Tame as it ever was, you know what I mean? Because I had his albums, and I learned, I, remember, I listened to the album with him and Tadella Funky Homo Sapien, and it was like, damn, yo, yeah, I wanted that song with Tame, but I wonder how his his family's doing. And shout out to Ella Sensei, who's holding down Tame and DJ Chaos, because he's the last member of the artifacts that's left, right? While this was going on, I was kind of healing. And then my dad gets sick. And then my dad has brain bleeds. And then my dad's falling. And he he's just not coherent. And he's losing his memory. And my dad prepped me for him to die. But there's no preparation for losing the person who's part of that breed when it comes to you being born into this world. So when my dad passed away, not only did I lose my hero, I lost part of myself. And this has been some of the hardest stuff I've ever gone through because that's life. I lost um part of my legacy. My family from down south, I got to talk to some of them. 
But when you lose somebody, how do you heal? Do you take time to yourself? Do you do you go away? People go to therapy. If that's what you need, please go get grief counseling. I don't know. People do a lot of things to help them with grief. And I'm going to tell everybody how grief hits me. See, when Mother's Day comes, I'm not big on holidays, but when Mother's Day comes, I talk to my peoples and tell them, remember all the mothers who lost children because they're still mothers. Please think about them. Father's Day come, anybody who lost a, a child, please talk to them. But what day do we have for the people who lost their parents? Yeah, everybody goes through this. Everybody's going to go through it. I understand that. But how do we console each other and what do we do? There's no answer for that because everybody grieves differently. But how do we mourn collectively or how do we help somebody mourn so they can actually travel through the loss and come out on the other side hopeful? I don't know. I really don't. Losing my dad has killed a lot of my um, will to even talk on the internet, but I forced myself to go through it today to have this conversation with you because people have asked what's going on with Heritage Hip Hop and I have not been on the internet. Um, if you all pay attention to the YouTube page, I put out some live performances. That was the last great showcase I went to before all this happened, which was the cool table in Brooklyn. Shout out to my New York family. But, um, I'm still not all right. And I'm I'm, I'm glad I can, I'm man enough to say it. I'm not really vulnerable, but I'm trying my best to let y'all know what's going on because this is some of the most hurtful shit I've ever been through in my life. And the only other loss that can equal this is my family. You know how they say no parent, no parent wishes that they could uh, bury a child. I pray that never happens. So I don't think I could take it. Mm -mm. And then, you know, you leave, you see your, your spouse or your loved one leave. I see my, my father suffer. He went down in health because he missed my mother so bad. I couldn't imagine. For anybody out there that's experiencing trauma and grief, thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Anyone out there experiencing trauma and grief, I, I ask you, please look go, for, go to counseling, go to grief therapy, talk to who you need to talk to, because it's very important to get it out. My biggest obstacle is it has not come out yet. And I wish I could, could just let it go. But every time I get close, something blocks it. And I get headaches. I get sore. I get tired. You know, you know, people go get massages. I got a massage and they found so many knots in my neck and back. And it's, it's, it was incredible. And being honest with everybody on here, I'm just going to tell you, it's okay to grieve. It's okay to mourn. Loss is a part of life. Trauma comes from loss. But we could work our way through trauma and we could work our way through loss so that we could become better people for other people in the end. I hope when I, after I come out of this 
clout, then I'm able to stand better and stand stronger for anybody who ever needs me. Before, I would just say our condolences for your loss. But going through this part of loss, I give condolences to people and their families. I mean, I have the right words for you, but believe me, I know how to rock with you through all of this. There's nothing like putting somebody you love in the ground. Not only did the casket go into the ground, the vault closed. So the casket, my dad and mom are buried together. But it's not them going into the ground that hurt me. It was when that vault closed shut. That was the finality right there. I see my dad's eyes. I heard his voice. And you know what? I won't anymore. And that's the truth. So for everybody out there that's going through anything, please talk to somebody, grieve, and grow. Because until seeds, when seeds die, they become flowers. And I believe the same thing with us. Our mortal shell may fall, but we go to the spirit and become something greater than what the flesh and our skin will ever let us be. Especially in the world where especially men of color are destroyed. We're not superheroes. We're not we're, we're, we're caricatures. We're, 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 we're playthings in society. And people want to get away from us and make us villains. We don't celebrate our men enough. And we don't celebrate our lives enough. So celebrate your life. Live life to the fullest. And if you have to live with the memory of somebody, honor them with the most gracious, great and great times, greatest of times you can have. Because at the end of the day, we're all going to close our eyes and never wake up. For everybody out there who knows what I'm talking about, the hardest thing in the world is to hear somebody's voice and, and love them. And then next thing you know, you see them in a box and their skin is cold. Their bodies are hard. The eyes are shut and their lips look crazy because they're frozen and not alive. That's not the first time I ever touched a dead body. And I know it's not going to be the last. I'm here. We could do that. So I didn't want to be on Heritage Hip Hop too long, being sad and being grief stricken. I just wanted to let y'all know Heritage Hip Hop will be coming back more consistently again. Right now I'm handling my dad's estate and business and that that's stressful as well because with all the stuff that's there, I just want my dad back. I don't care about all this other shit. A&N R&B will be returning very soon. So look for A&N R&B to come back. New episodes featuring Nas Romantic and Big A. I'm on there too. It's got R&B conversation with a hip-hop soul. I'm the hip-hop soul, of course. So I'll be back. Uh, new, new episodes of the podcast will be dropping with new interviews. 
Shout out to Hayes the Kid and John Jiggs looking to get them on as soon as possible. Anybody else y'all know, y'all like to see on Heritage Chip Hop, please hit me up. Let them know I'm here. All publicists and people out there, I'm ready to expose your artists to the world. Thank you for thinking of Heritage Hip Hop, first and foremost. Not only that, I am serious. I want to put out an album of people from people who mess with Heritage Hip Hop. So if you are an artist, you're a spoken word poet, I got a, a collaboration I would like to do with everyone. And I look forward to working with everyone. So all y'all got to do is hit me. And we got two great producers. We got Stress and we got Stan Ipkiss, who's manning the boards and putting some things together, uh, some beats. So all y'all got to do is um, show up and show out when it's studio time. Um, I don't know what else to say. Sorry, I'm getting all emotional and shit. But this is Kareb Heritage Chip Hop, and I thank you. And um, before I play the outro, just know to subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell. If you want to donate to Heritage Chip Hop, dollar sign Heritage Chip Hop. Um, you know, to help the channel and the network build, hit the like button, comment, and share the video. Also, I'll be going to the Fleet DJ Conference in uh, North Carolina. I told y'all, I'm a Fleet DJ. Y'all keep thinking I'm playing out here. I ain't making, <laughs> I don't talk bullshit. I make noise. So if y'all want y'all music to go with me, you know what to do. Hit me. Uh, subscribe to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. Wherever you stream your uh, podcast, we out there. And um, remember, trauma and healing from loss. That's where we at right now. Um, I think I'm out of here, y'all. So may the most high bless y'all. And um, thank you to everybody out there who checked up on me. Today's episode is about a subject that people don't talk about enough, which is how to mourn and get through suffering a tragedy or a loss, especially of a loved one. If you know anyone who's going through a hard time, who's going through a hard time, losing a spouse, a family member, a child, or someone that they love, please take the time to check up on your people and give them the necessary um, help that they need by giving them resources, time, committed conversation, etc. I thank all my friends and anybody who checked up on me, especially my family. Heritage Hip Hop Podcast is available on all streaming platforms, YouTube and HeritageHipHop.com. Please follow and subscribe to Heritage Hip Hop on all platforms. Follow us on YouTube and HeritageHipHop.com, especially because that is the home of our content. Also, I'd like to thank everyone out there who's been patient and waiting for our show to come back. We're getting there slowly and surely, but we are getting back and we're going to raise the bar once again. Please, if you like the platform, if you want to donate, our cash app is dollar sign Heritage Hip Hop. My PayPal is Heritage Hip Hop at gmail.com. May the most high bless you all and just know it never ends. It will get better. With that being said, peace and I'm out.